Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode is brought to you by the 24-Hour Musical Project. By the what? The 24-Hour Musical Project. It's a community fundraising project that brings together local artists to produce a full-scale musical with just 24 hours rehearsal. Oh, thank goodness. I thought it was a 24-hour long musical. No, 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 no. A regular length musical. But no one knows the show until 24 hours before the curtain. Not the cast, not the band, not the crew, not the audience. So why not join us? You could be that cast, band, crew, support volunteers, or buy tickets. Come see the show. Check us out at 24hmp.com. Hello, everybody. Hello, boys and girls. We're here to talk about musicals. What are we talking about? Musicals. Oh, a musical. Oh, I like a good musical. Oh, all right, know. all right. Welcome <laughs> to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Um, we were trying a new intro. Let us know what you think. Um, I don't think it worked, guys. <laughs> I what do you think? You it. gave me an offer and I committed to it. Always yes say and yes. Did. Yes and. Well done, Zay. Yes. I will speak in a Cockney accent and I will do it loudly. Well done. Mission accomplished. Welcome to another episode. Uh, my name is Miranda Selwood. My co-host today... Zane C. Weber. Julie Eisentrager. And we have a guest. <gasps> Just for something different. Because we haven't guest. had one in such a long time. I like a guest. Would you care to introduce yourself, guest? I am William Hins. Hello. It's Will. Hi, Will. Hi. I've never said his <laughs> name like that ever. Legitimately thought it was Heinz until right now. I have corrected you on that. Have numerous you? times. Yeah, that's because no. I'm a bitch. Yeah, Will, okay. Will Pins. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, I think that's the that. first time I've said it correctly too. <laughs> I, perhaps this is how I fix it. I, I, will, I will say, like, I had that conversation with everyone before. Like, is it Hins or is it Heinz? Is it oh. Hins or Heinz? Did they say Heinz? I said Heinz and then I asked <laughs> if I was correct and they didn't correct me. And we both went, yeah, probably. Oh. <laughs> well, there we go. That's the first thing we've learned today. And then... You said it, we've all learned. That's right. Congratulations. We'd like to learn some more about you, oh, Will Hins. Are you ready? Yes, let's go. Oh, no, 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 wait. Oh, no. What? What musical are we talking about? Who oh, cares? Music. Let's oh. just learn about Will. Let's I mean, just do an hour and We could just talk about that. me for an hour. Did you know he did musical theatre? <laughs> I, I do know. I've actually directed Will. <laughs> for a whole 24 hours. Tw- well, <laughs> 24 and a bit. Hectic, hectic. Okay, what musical are we talking about, Will? And Newsies. All right, now let's move on. (laughs) Newsies, for anyone who didn't catch the inch. Newsies is a musical about news. Newsies. It's about unionisation. 
Is it? It's about it the newsboy strike of 1899. Oh, okay. thoroughly. Well, I'll look forward to talking more about that yes. in a moment. But for now, it's time for getting to know you. There it is. There it's been it a while. Is. It has. I enjoy it. Okay. So, Will. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which musical character would other people compare you to? Mm. Well, I mean, I'm a man of many colours. Um, I'd probably go with Mark from Rent, straight up. Winger, from yeah. Rent. Because I whinge a lot that. and I overthink winger. everything. <laughs> and you don't want to work because... <laughs> and I don't want to work because <laughs> art out. is fun. Oh, art is art. Art is suffering. And it has to is be painful as well. Yeah. Otherwise it's not real art. Okay, so that's the pe- the character other people would compare you to. They'd look oh, at I'm you also and very go, funny. Oh, oh so, you're such a mark. Oh, oh. <laughs> there we go. There it is. He is funny guy. Which I musical am. character would you like other people to compare you to? Uh, J.P. Pont Finch. So, like, I just have my life together <laughs> because I have a book that tells me what to do and it's all very easy. Have you seen that show? I'm not sure that's how... Oh, but, but in the end... He, uh, he, he ends up on track to become President of the United not States. Not on track. <laughs> on track to swindle people into the position of potentially becoming yeah, president. But he's very... history has taught us anything, that's exactly how yeah, it works. actually, you make mm. a good point. <laughs> okay, well, in that case, good job, Will. Congratulations and I uh, wish you all the best in your presidency. Thank you. Uh, what is more your funding dream? for the arts, please. And more funding <laughs> for all those the suffering dream. marks. Uh, what's your dream role? Uh, Leo Frank, straight up. Where's the what, sorry? Leo Frank, parade. Parade. Oh, oh yeah. right. Yeah. I was like, is he just doesn't know that it's I Leo Bloom? Is that? <laughs> or, um, or the American in chess, which I've played before, but I was like, Super young and super bad. The American. <laughs> the American in chess, yeah. Or Freddie. We wouldn't go whichever with an, name he an goes Anatoly. by. No, no, I really like the American. I think his relationship with Florence is more interesting than Anatoly's relationship with Florence. And I think his journey is more interesting. And he gets to sing Pity the Child. And he gets to sing Pity the Child, yeah. which yeah. like mm, <laughs> Which is so much better than that. Pity the child anthem. anthem. Whatever. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite sometime show? Woods. Straight up. I think it's really I mean, anytime you have like a working ensemble of so many relevant and, and interwoven characters and stories, and the fake so out ending—you you mean woods into the woods, comma into the yes, <laughs> woods, woods, comma formerly known into the. as into the woods. I, I think it's just so amazing to see a show that is such a large ensemble and yet still so neat and tidy and and complex long. and long. So many words. <laughs> yes. On the other hand, though, the junior version is quite short. Well, one act. Yeah, one act. <laughs> one yes, that's right. Uh, what's your go-to shower song? What's what's taking? Oh, I don't, I don't top think spot in the bathroom. Oh, I I don't think there can be a top spot. Oh well, what was the but last like, one? What was the last? Well, the one that I have for an audition next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like that's the best acoustic in the place. So I just like practice everything that I'm auditioning for. In the shower. In the shower? Because everywhere else and I sound really bad. You're, you're going to be really <laughs> coy on on what it is. Oh, at the moment? Yeah. Uh, I'm doing Beautiful City from Godspell. That's the um, song. Yeah. No, I was trying to think of that song before. Beautiful City. From Godspell. Glad from to Godspell. Have. Uh, what is the other one? Last Loser in the Universe by Drew Gasparini. 
Um, oh, and I'm singing a bunch of stuff just because it's in my head um, from a musical called Don't Call Me Ishmael, which is by a Brisbane composer called Chris Thompson and Finn Taylor. Chris no. Thompson has been a guest on the podcast. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Well, you all know Chris. Oh, He's yes. brilliant. Friend of the show, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so many friends. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it. Okay, last one. Are you ready? Mm. Okay. <clears throat> you live in an alternate universe in which you have the power to delete just one musical from existence. Okay, so here's my from question. From history. If I delete the first one, does the sequel then cease to exist? Like, okay, is that how this works? already narrowed it down to either Annie or Phantom. No, <laughs> neither. <laughs> Wow, Ooh. what else has a sequel? The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. <gasps> there was a sequel? <laughs> There's a sequel called The Best Little Whorehouse Goes Public and they get rid of the only worthwhile character in the show. I have, yeah. Who yeah. is? Jewel. Oh, why? Who sings 24 hours of... Because it was all weird. Like, how could they make the show worse? I actually really like the songs in that show, but I don't <laughs> fall in love with the book. Yeah, you kind of watch it and then it's... Oh. Oh, Okay. We got here. I don't know how. There was a scene change and then... (laughs) Dolly Parton really saves that show. Yeah. I mean, it it was a star vehicle. She carries it on her Carried it on her back. (laughs) And there's a a fun note in there somewhere. Yeah, I could could possibly maybe live without it and the sequel. No, look, we're giving you this power, so... Fantastic. And I I think if there's no source material for a sequel, then that stands to reason. (laughs) Yep. To be fair, to be fair. It did one for 14 performances. 14? 14. 14 whole performances. (laughs) Goodness. Mm. Wow. Very impressive. Does that, is that including previews? Yes. Oh wow! I didn't realize it had done so badly. Yeah. Well, the no, that was that was the sequel, not the original. Oh right, okay, sorry. But I think the original actually ran for a, a few years, didn't it? I think it people was really quite liked successful. it. Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll talk about that in movie. our upcoming episode on the best little whorehouse in Texas. All right. And it's I'll very exciting. I'll put that on the schedule sequel. then, shall I? <laughs> no, please don't. Um, <laughs> beep, 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 but uh, before we talk about that, we should definitely talk about the show we're actually here for, mm. which is Newsies. Okay, so Will. Tell us about the history of Newsies. Where did this one come from? Uh, so it's yield adapt film into musical. Uh-huh. Uh, the film was released in 1992, music by Alan Menken uh, and his current writing partner, the guy he wrote Little Shop with. Howard Ashman. Ashman. Um, so he was real sick at the time and I believe he called in Jack Feldman um, to write the music for that movie, which flopped. <laughs> Atrociously, I think it's one of Disney's worst ever flops. It's on those wow. lists out there. Really? Yeah. To be fair, it's not a terrible movie. No, it's, it's not. It just not, didn't do very. It just didn't sell. Yeah, it just wasn't successful one. at the time. Because it got a mass. It's got a, like a pretty big cult following after that. But yeah, that kind of doesn't matter when you flop on release. Um, and that obviously was about the 1899 Newsy strike in New York. Uh, which was all the kids who were basically selling newspapers for the Sun and the Post. Uh, And essentially what happened there was the Post would charge them 50 cents per paper um, at the start of the day. So if they thought they could sell 50 papers, they would buy 
that much, uh, they would not buy them back at the end of the day. So if you didn't sell them, if you overbought, you were stuck with lots of pointless paper. And they jumped up that price to 60 cents a paper. Uh, And that leads to the whole strike, which is how we got the film. Uh, And then obviously when the film flopped in 1992, it kind of was a dead zone for a bit. Um, And then around 2011, uh, Disney started talking to Mencken and Feldman again. Um, And the original plan was to try out the show at the Paper Mill Playhouse, where everything is. Um, (laughs) And they never actually intended to do a Broadway run. It was more just a matter of, we want the rights for a stage. We want a stage musical licensed and ready to go if anyone ever wants to do this. Um, And it just kind of took off and soared and won a few Tonys. Just a few. Just How? It actually only won two. So it won choreography and best original score. So when you said it won a few Tonys, you were just lying. You're just lying. <laughs> a few you meant a two, was two is a few. A two is a couple. Mm. A few oh, is three yeah, or more. Okay. Yeah, well, right. We're getting we're getting <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um it was nominated for a few. But yeah, it won those two, which is actually very amusing because there's a song in the movie version which is cut. Um but when it was released in nineteen ninety two it won a raspberry for the worst song. And then the stage musical won the best original score which I always find kind That's of amusing. That's so curious. <laughs> same, yeah, for yeah. the same two composers. You know what is even more curious? That Disney went, ah, oh, yeah, no, we really did a bad job of that one. To be fair. Should well, we do it again? But. I think it wasn't that they thought it, they did a bad job. Just something wasn't right yeah. in that situation that it, and and also, it didn't do as well as it should have or could have. The Razzies aren't really, uh, aren't really a statement of actual quality. They're just kind of like, what should have been better or what is popularly disliked this year? Whereas, like, maybe the Oscars and the Tonys are actually, like, what is good. The Razzies aren't what is bad. It's just what does everyone think is bad this year? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I guess the reasoning probably came from the fact that, yeah, there was a cult following that kind of grew and grew and grew after the film was released. And also, like, any time you look at the potential for a stage show where you have dancing boys and there's a Disney background, I think, you know, you look back on something like Billy Elliot and you go, well, that let's look at the potential of that. Let's look what happens when we put that on stage. Everyone yeah. does dancing girls. Let's mm. have some dancing boys. <laughs> yeah, but, like, legitimately, it's, it's the, a selling point. The choreography is... The choreography the, is phenomenal. The, the dancing. I would go yeah. for the, the sell pants. point of the show, yeah. right? Yeah. I'd yeah. go for the tight pants and some dancing. That's what I would go for. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, there are some blatantly... Lacking shirts in the show. Oh no! <laughs> Automatically just casted someone. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's music. lots of dance. There's lots of acro. It's it's and it's one of those shows where you know we were talking a bit earlier. Um, and I think you actually have to watch visual to understand how brilliant it is because the audio is great, but also there's in there's you know minute and a half long dance breaks in the middle of these songs that you're listening to, and you're like. Cool. And when you're just listening to the music, yeah, it's just, just like... Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 and you want to see people doing flips and jumping around and tapping their feet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that that's kind of the difficulty of relying on a cast recording for a show that is so choreographed. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so what happened to it then? Oh, after the Broadway run? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so National Tour... Uh, they did a Seattle run. They did a Chicago run. Uh, there's a 
version, I believe, in the Philippines um, that started in 2017. And there was a big last year in February. Um, they actually got the original cast back together, and they did a televised version, like they've done with Hairspray. And what was the other one they did last year? Greece. Was it Greece. Greece. Yeah. Um, but essentially, I don't. I haven't actually watched the Hairspray or Greece one, but they've they're they're studio yeah. live recordings. But so this, this is one, they actually stage? they got the stage. This yeah. is the it's completely the original staging, but they've set up cameras throughout. So. Yeah, like you're the, actually seeing the original stage production just filmed. Uh, the Oklahoma with the yeah, London yeah, yeah. production with yeah. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah, which I think is a really like I love that we're seeing that now, and I love that we're getting releases of that, and the fact that you can watch that on demand. Yeah, um, and the fact that like producers are starting to go, oh, we can actually monetize this if we provide a good service for it yes. instead of just people being like, oh, bootlegs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they're starting to do it well. Yes. Because yeah. there have been some, you know, not so great filmed versions. Um, but I actually would highly recommend it. I think it's it's a really good representation of what it was like on Broadway. Cool. Yeah. Um, there's like, obviously because it's, it's fiction and it's about a time where we don't have a lot of information. It's interesting going back and kind of connecting the dots between the reality of the newspaper strike and what you see on the stage. Uh, like Jack Kelly, for example, the, the, the lead character, um, as far as we know, didn't exist. And yet some of the side characters, the ensemble characters, like Kid Blink, who was in the film, uh, who, whose real name was Louis Batal, um, was the real leader of the strike. And so he's moved back to the ensemble. And then Jack Kelly, who... Really, the only reason he's named that is because he has this obsession with Santa Fe and, and the country. Um, yeah. And so I believe there was an actor in the 1950s called Jack Kelly who did a lot of cowboy films. And so the writers were like, oh, let's name him that. Oh, so he wasn't named after... Uh, friend of the show, Jack, friend Jack, of the show, Jack, Jack Kelly. Friend of the show, Jack Kelly, yeah. <laughs> no. <Don't shame. laughs> um, there was actually a guy who was part of the, the strike called uh, Francis Sullivan Kelly. Um, and, like, most of the conjecture is that he's probably the guy that Jack Kelly was named after. But in reality, like, 13 years after the strike, he ended up in the mob and dead. Oh. <laughs> Which is not very Disney, Ooh. so you don't want to put not that on stage. Disney, no, no, <laughs> I don't know. They've done it with Lion King. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. True. <laughs> okay. So let's, uh, let's move on. We'll talk about what happens in Newsies. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Okay. I don't think I'm ready. I'm not. Okay. Who's on plot? Uh, so anyone? Plot? No? Nope. Uh, that was, it was you this week. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't. With the... Oh, no. Oh. Okay. Just wing it. You, Just wing right, it, Confession time. It's time to go into the confession booth uh, and admit that I've never seen Newsies. Dear Big Brother. I've never seen Newsies. I'm I'm a terrible person. There's even a filmed version of it on Netflix. And a Disney version has been there for five months. Guess what? What? I've never seen Newsies either. Has anyone at this table seen Newsies? Yes. Nah. No, not at all. Will you seen it? <laughs> I saw it twice. It was the only show I saw twice on my first trip to Broadway. Oh, you've seen it on the Broadway. I've seen it on the Broadway. Well, where else has it been? Well, West End. Yeah. Has it? I don't know. Do I assume it would have been. <laughs> I actually don't okay. think it has. We'll go into that later. <laughs> it's okay, I have, um, I have the synopsis here. 
and I'm going to attempt uh, to, to read it word for word. Read it. Perform the whole show. I'm going to perform the entire show <laughs> as I would write it from the synopsis. No, that's Wait. not what's happening. <laughs> I'm just going to read the synopsis and rewrite it as we go. And do the choreo and we're going to record that and put it up later. Guys, just shh and let it happen. Okay, so here we go. Act one opens in the early hours of the morning in 1899, New York City. I can picture it now. The newspaper delivery boy, Jack Kelly, friend of the show, tells his disabled friend Crutchy... Is this serious? Has someone 18, like made a Wikipedia joke? Eighteen ninety nine was not a politically correct time. Around He's time. disabled. You know what would have been nicer? Limpy. Oh, guys, Will in the show it's super endearing. Will didn't mate. write it, you guys. What about but he is answerable to this show? Oh, mate, hobbles. That's cute too. <laughs> You realise that Mel Brooks in 1970 in Robin Hood Men and Tights named a blind man Blinken. Yeah, that's why Mel Brooks is the best and he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> well, he did that, like, to, de- to be deliberately inappropriate. Is this Okay, no, we'll move on. Crutchy, it's his best friend, Crutchy. Everyone needs a best friend Crutchy. Crutchy. So Jack Kelly is telling his disabled friend Crutchy of his dream to one day leave New York City for Santa Fe. Jack uh, lives... Just like everyone in Rent. He's <laughs> gonna he's gonna run away and he's gonna leave oh, there is crunchy a... hobbling behind. So yep. there's there's yep. a song. The first song of this is yep. Santa Fe. Yep. yep. And there's a song in Rent called Santa Fe. Yep. That thing. Yeah. Collins just appeared. It's pretty much the table. same musical, you know. <laughs> um, there's more dancing. <laughs> A little more dancey. few okay, more gorgeous so Guys, guys, really, look, I'm trying to tell you the story of Newsies here. Do continue. I can do it. So Jack is uh, one of a number of orphaned, homeless newspaper boys known as Newsies, hence the name, and they all hang out and live together pretty much. Is that... Uh, no. So Jack and Crutchy live together. In the film, they all live together, but in the musical, it's just Jack That's and Crutchy. a creepy Crutchy. house. Just a well, they're, home, they're homeless. They're, they're they're really, oh, so it's like yeah. an Oliver house. situation. It's kind of like, like yeah. they live on one of those stairs in West Side Story, like up oh. at the top. A fire escape, yeah. Yeah, a fire escape. So as the sun rises, the newsies awaken and they prepare for another day on the job. This is uh, the song Carrying the Banner comes in. Um, while buying their supplies to sell of papers to sell, Jack meets Davy and his little brother Les. Unlike the rest of the newsies, Davy and Les have a home and a family. God, those guys. Ugh. Those guys. Fash, just flaunting their family privilege. Blech. Yeah. Um, they started working as newsies because their father suffered an accident and they had to work as a result. Um, so the uh, these brothers are supporting their family. I'm surprised yep. the brothers aren't called um, old mate dead, dead dad. Oh, wow. <laughs> Seeing young Les as an opportunity to sell more papers, Jack offers to help the boys. Meanwhile, the publisher of the New York World, Joseph Pulitzer, increases <laughs> the cost of the newspapers for the delivery boys. Yeah. Right. There's going to be a riot. No, That's what I'm Pulitzer. predicting. Come on. Come on, guys. This is just capitalism working its magic. Yeah, it's pretty good. So the the newsies have to buy the papers in the morning and then they spend their day selling them at whatever markup they like. Is that how this works? Mm-hmm. Is there yeah. a markup? Yeah, well, you'd have to. Yeah, yeah so you, you, have you to buy what the papers percentage? for whatever. Oh. I'm joking. 
actually well, no, so, it so what would actually happen is they buy the papers in the morning and in the morning you would sell them for a lot. You'd sell mm-hmm. them for, for double or whatever. Yeah. But then if you've got, got a higher left in the afternoon, yeah. you're like, look, I just need to get just rid need of to get You'll rid take of a papers. cent for it. Yeah. Would you take some old news for, yeah. Okay, so later, Jack, Davey and Les are chased down by Warden Snyder of The Refuge. That sounds terrible. A juvenile detention centre. The boys find... Sorry, I just had an image of um, Sandy being chased down by the dog catcher. Me too. Yeah. Good one. Everybody. The boys find cover in a vaudeville-style theatre. Oh, and is this where the vaudeville number comes in? Is there? Oh, there, there is a little one. It's is it like, like a, you know, when you got it. No, <laughs> no, no, there are two girls that do a little vaudeville number, for, oh, but nice. it's like backing music for some dialogue. Later okay, on. Oh. all right. Um, this is owned by Jack's friend Meadow Larkin, whom he regularly paints backdrops for. So Jack's got a side business in the theatre. That's why we like him. That's why we like him. He refuses, Jack, that is, refuses to tell Davey why Snyder was after him. The boys then watch Meta perform, cue uh, fill-in number, I guess. While at the show, Jack spots a young female reporter named Catherine Plummer. Mm-hmm. I feel like something's going to happen there, guys. I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know either. It's the first time it's I'm reading this. <laughs> he attempts to flirt with her, but uh, he gets brushed off. So obviously that... Doesn't really work. He does a drawing for her. This is Jack from Titanic. There are so many shows in this show. It's Disney. You oh guys. my gosh! <laughs> Jack laments his blossoming feelings for her. Um, the next morning, Jack and the newsies discover that the cost of newspapers has been raised to sixty cents per hundred. Outraged, Jack organizes a protest. Catherine is inspired by Jack's leadership and artistic abilities and sees the newsy strike as an opportunity to be seen as a more serious journalist. Um, so this is obviously how Catherine and Jack are going to end up together. They're forced together by the struggles of the strike. No spoilers. Oh, okay. No spoilers. <laughs> Um, so she's struggling with, you know, being a woman journalist and Jack's struggling with being a homeless newsboy and will obviously bring them together at some point. Um, the next day, Jack fails to properly motivate the newsies as he isn't always the best with words. But Davy steps in and rallies them for a full strike against the newspaper. The protest is cut short when the boys are engaged in confrontations with the police. Oh, my gosh. During the commotion, Crutchy is beaten. With his crutches? Because that would be fun. With his own crutches? Oh, my goodness, he is. Oh, no. Okay, look. Disney is really failing me here. No. How can you beat Disney up a disabled boy? terrible things, but then they punish those who do them. We'll get to that, I guess, in the second act. So Crutchy is apprehended and taken to the refuge. Um, Jack is upset by the failure of the protest and but not losing, about his friend. losing his disabled friend Crutchy <laughs> um, and laments the situation, promising himself that he will leave New York forever. Sounds fun. Santa Fe. All right, and then the interval. So everyone goes to interval really like, oh, the poor newsies. Is that, is that yeah. basically what happens? Yeah. Essentially. The Newsies never really had it great. Well, Mm. look, when I listen to the soundtrack, they feel like very happy orphans. But that's (laughs) what makes a good show. Like, you don't know... Like, okay... It's, I find it a lot easier to watch a show where there's there's hope and there's like, yeah, stuff is really atrocious, but... It's not 
happy-go-lucky. It's no, it's like hopeful. It's not hope filled. And here's a who. It's kind of like making the best of a really horrible situation. <laughs> and it's also this is their were life. They, like, were they trying to make Annie for boys? Is that what? Yeah, probably. Isn't Annie for boys? Well, except Oliver, it's, it's not. It's not little boys. They no, they are like they are like 16, teenagers. 17, yeah, eighteen. It's. I mean, I, I don't really think there's a. But it, is, it is definitely kids sticking up for themselves. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, and it's it's unionizing in general. Well, let's see what happens in Act Two. The next morning, Catherine visits the sulking newsies in Jacoby's Deli and cheers them up by showing them that her article about the strike has made the front page of the New York Sun, obviously a rival newspaper to New York World. Mm-hmm. Uh, thrilled, the newsies are re- all rejoicing that they've made the headlines. Imagine what it would be like to be famous. And they sing a song about it. King of New York. Now, that sounds familiar to me. Maybe I've heard that. King of Broadway. Oh, I am thinking of King King of Broadway Broadway. from producers. Completely different. Meanwhile, Paul Crutchy writes a letter to Jack reflecting um, his experience at the refuge. That's probably a much sadder song than King of New York called Letter from the Refuge. That's a new one. That wasn't in the the Broadway original. They actually added that in for the national tour. Hey, good news. He's still got use of his hands. He has a bung leg. That that's it. He's just got one bung leg and yeah. a crutch. He like, doesn't have a crutch now because he got beaten <laughs> no. with it. Davy and Catherine and Les later find Jack hiding out in the basement of the theater, painting a backdrop of Santa Fe. He's really obsessed with this Santa Fe place. Davy and Catherine attempt to decide their next move, but Jack refuses to put the day- newsies in danger again. He's really crushed by that whole business with poor Crutchy. Mm-hmm. Davy reminds him that they'll have to take risks in order to get Crutchy back, and Jack eventually complies. That's an interesting use of the word complies. Such as Wikipedia. Mm. Back at the world, being the newspaper, uh, Pulitzer converses with Warden Snyder about Jack while Catherine listens in. Snyder reveals that Jack is actually an escaped criminal originally detained for stealing food and clothing. <gasps> Les Mis, anyone? Dun, dun, dun. This show is a rip-off of all the other shows that have ever been. <laughs> or is it a reflection of how all the other shows reflect reality? Nope. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll go with that one if you like. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Jack soon arrives and confronts Pulitzer. During the conversation, uh, Pulitzer reveals that he is actually Catherine's father. <gasps> this is Nepotism. too much. Too much. Oedipus. But wait, Catherine's... What? What did you just say? Wait, why is that Oedipus? (laughs) Move on, move on. Um, uh, So Catherine is writing but for a rival newspaper, not for her father's newspaper. So she writes for the son uh, and he owns the world. Wow. Well... He owns the world. (laughs) That's a newspaper entitled (laughs) The World. (laughs) Um, Catherine, who is hiding in the room, tries to apologise to Jack for not telling him, but Jack brushes her off. Ooh, a repeat of when she brushed him off right at the beginning. Yeah, take that. Wow, snap. Okay, uh, let's move on. Sorry, I got really sassy there. But (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, And Jack is led off by Snyder into the cellar. I don't like the idea of anyone being led off into a cellar by someone who... Okay, Pulitzer offers Jack a compromise. If he calls off the strike, he will be cleared of all charges and given enough money to move to Santa Fe. If he takes that, I'm not reading the rest of this synopsis. No spoilers. If he doesn't, he and the other newsies will all be sent to the refuge. Meanwhile, 
Spot Conlon, head of the Newsies in Brooklyn. <laughs> what a stupid name. Brings in his ranks in full support of Jack's protest. So there's more Newsies from like the town next door. Coming oh, it's in. everywhere. Yeah. Wow. Jack gathers the Newsies and not wanting to put them in any more danger, reluctantly suggests they accept the offer of Jack getting money. Interesting. Um, I bet they don't agree with that offer. Davey and the Newsies are shocked at Jack and turn their back on him. Aha! Predict that. Jack later meets with Catherine once more as she tells him that despite her namesake she was always on Jack's side she also criticises him like a couple already for not being honest with her about ending up in the refuge for stealing however after seeing a drawing that Jack made depicting the abuse conducted at the refuge it's probably a nice picture um, she realises Jack stole the food and clothing for the other boys that are there (laughs) The two share a brief romantic moment. And Catherine states that I have something to believe in now and I didn't know that you believed in me and then we all cried about it. Jack admits the feeling is mutual and they kiss. Oh, sexy, sexy. And they sing a song about it, which I'm sure is quite teary. Jack and Catherine join the Newsies in printing their own newspaper. So stupid. The people take over. One that will determine the outcome of the strike. The Newsies paper is sent to Governor Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, mm-hmm. from Annie. Mm-hmm. Guys. You know, Teddy Roosevelt was Annie a very does not. prominent <laughs> political figure mm. at the time. I feel like Annie does not own Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> uh, who arrives in full support of the Newsies' cause. Okay, defeated, Pulitzer compromises with Jack once more. Jack proposes that uh, he buy back every paper the Newsies have failed to sell every day, making him more generous and making the boys want to sell papers for him. And Pulitzer is reluctant at first but agrees. Crutchy is freed. Snyder is arrested. The refuge is shut down. The strike ends. So everything wraps up nicely. Pulitzer offers Jack a job as their political cartoonist, which Jack initially declines. Because he can't draw. <laughs> well, doesn't he want to move to Santa Fe? Yeah. He can draw. He I know, the... I'm joking. Okay. Well, it's like you weren't even listening to the rest I of the plot, Julie. I was listening. Jack prepares to say goodbye to Catherine as he now plans to leave for Santa Fe, but Catherine says that whatever, wherever he goes, she will go with him. Wherever he goes. Wrong show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, The two share a kiss. Again, these guys are making out the whole show. Literally and, twice. And yeah, Jack you, elects to remain a newsboy and Except the cartoonist job finale. Finale. Did we all enjoy experiencing that together? I did. For the first time. Well, it was the first time for Julie and I, yeah, and perhaps yeah. for many of our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It was very dramatic. Mm. It was a dramatic reading of the Wikipedia plot. I just want to say. In researching this musical, I did a little bit of uh, research on Joseph Pulitzer. Mm. And he actually introduced to America the concept of yellow journalism. Now, that? it's not that racist. That sounds awful. Yeah. Okay. Right. But what it is, is basically the concept of stories and editorial with little or no research or background, just sensational journalism to sell papers. He introduced that into the US. Is this the Pulitzer that yeah, the, the prize the Pulitzer, is the Pulitzer Prize is named after him, uh, and he's responsible for like, introducing shit that concept. journalism. Yes, 
But <laughs> so my in, faith in the world has just been destroyed, and I don't mean the World Newspaper of New York. I believe he did that to make the world the the, the world successful, and then went on to actually the World do, Newspaper. Yeah, good do good journalism after that. I believe. Well, I only really just skimmed his bio. Someone was going to come along with the idea at some point, anyway. It was it was very interesting. Hey, why don't we just make up stories? <laughs> Well, I think that that would have been funny to include in the musical, but they don't. They don't. I mean, they, they already don't. make him out to be a pretty. Yeah, he's human. he's just a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, rather like, than you like just a, need to know that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is that it? I'm all right. Are you all right? Is everyone all right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. let us discuss the music. Okay, so I have heard of a song that's in this show called mm. Seize the Day yes. and a song called Santa Fe that we already talked about. Yes. And then there's six or seven reprises of Santa yes. Fe, I'm assuming. So we've done the music. Let's yep. move on. Done. I'm happy with that. Yeah. No, no. You have heard some of the songs. There must be well more. Done. Julie, so, tell us about it. Miranda, I, I believe you were on, on plot and you hadn't really read the plot before. Mm. I'm on songs. And I only bothered to listen to the first six. Oh, well, let's not talk about it in a didn't bother kind of way. Oh, no, I did bother. No, no, okay, then I did. I did listen to the first six, got bored and turned it off. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, well, let's get ready. (laughs) Wouldn't be the first time I've done that. So it starts off with a beautiful boring overture. Um, One of your faves. Um, Doesn't have a bit of everything in it. Or so it could do, and I don't know that it does. <laughs> well, Will, tell us. Is it an overture or is it just like introductory music? No, it, it's very overture-y. It's, overture. mean, it's, it's Mencken. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a bit like, of everything. He knows so how he's to gonna do it. going to be like, here's everything that I've done. Amazing. <laughs> Appreciate my Santa work Fe. before the actors get on stage, please. <laughs> okay. we, we then follow on to Santa Fe Prologue, which is Jack and old mate Crutchy. Amazing. That's, pro, that's Santa Fe Fe number one one. Then we go on to Carrying the Banner, which sounds just delightful by the name. Jack Newsies. You've listened to this one, Julie. Yeah, but who can distinguish one from the other on this thing? Will can. (laughs) Will help us out. (laughs) So shady. This is Mencken. I know, and it's not his best work. (laughs) Well, Santa Fe gets done a lot. Santa Fe does get done a lot because it's it's the boys' go-to song when it came out because it's like, oh, this is a contemporary male ballad and it has a top A. So it is a ballad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it has the first that one is a duet. sort of soaring, yeah. hopeful feel. It's the, I, it's the it's I, want. I want. It's the I want. Song. It's the 100% I want. Song. The I want. Yeah. It's that whole thing, like you were saying before. He talks about Santa Fe a lot. It's his Jeez, I want. That's yeah. peaking pretty early for an I want song. Well, well, no, so well, I think it's just being clear right and at the start. And it's also him. It's establishing his relationship okay. with Crutchy. It's saying this and is <laughs> my goal. And it is the prologue. It's not the actual song. Yeah. Carrying the banner, then we move on to a song I had heard before. What? What? Used to randomly pop up on Spotify. The bottom line with pull it's weird for that that just to pop up out of nowhere. Look, yeah, like of all the songs. Yeah. No, doing this podcast has made my Spotify shuffle a, a very confused little list. <laughs> um, Mostly musical theatre though. All musical theatre, but it's, I mean, yeah, it's got some odd things in there. So bottom line sung by Pulitzer, I don't know what that word is, Seats, 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 Bunsen and Hannah. Are these all people who work at the paper? Yeah. So is this the um, 
evil guy song. Yeah, this is the villain. This is my evil con- plan that I'm it's concocting. It's not played off as evil. It's just kind of like, well, you know, if we do this, the boys would want to buy more stuff so they could sell more stuff. So it is, you know, the evil yeah. villain plan, really. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like like. But it's not I'm, like, going I'm going to, to make all them, the, all the homeless orphans, penniless as well. <laughs> Whatever. Just a little corporate douchebaggery. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite kind of douchebaggery. Um, then we go to a, a, a what already a reprise carrying the banner, which is all the newsies. I will say there are, there is an inordinate amount of reprises. Yeah, yes, well, and we're going to get to all of them. <laughs> there are a lot of reprises, but not of the same song. Like I don't think you ever no, reprise no, the no. same song more than once in this show. And obviously, uh, I wouldn't. No, I see, seize the day, definitely. Seven no, seize the day. Seize the day's only does tw- only it's done got twice. Two. It's got two reprises. Two reprises. Yep. Um, once in Act Two, and then a song, and then another one yeah. in Act Two. Yeah, um, any any hoozles. Um, our next Tense song on. is a friend of the show, Josh Tears' favorite, because he told me so while listening to the soundtrack today. That's Rich, sung by Medea. Medea. Medalakin. Medea. Medea. So basically, Meta's this very wealthy woman who owns her own theater and a brilliant performer. Uh, but essentially, it's kind of that fun Phil song while we like recuperate and figure out what's going on. <laughs> Let's have a little bit of catharsis. <laughs> Let's have some dialogue as well. Oh, delightful. With Jack and the gal, Catherine. How nice. Oh, we move on to I Never Planned on You, Ford Slash. Don't come a knocking. Don't come a knocking Jack, is the little Ford Catherine Ville. and Bowery, Don't come Bowery Beauties. Don't come a knocking on my door. I probably would have liked that one if I was paying attention. Yeah. You get 30 seconds of it and then it just repeats. But I think we're already six songs in, so one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, sorry. It's the seventh song. Um, the World Will Know, Jack, Davy, Crutchy, Les and Newsies, followed by The World Will Know, Reprise, Jack, Davy, Les and Newsies. So Crutchy, Crutchy, no, no. Crutchy's not in this reprise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go there. What will or Will, tell me what the world will know. Uh, so the world will know is obviously they've just found out about the papers um, and it's the point where they go, this is sucky. <laughs> and they go, look, we're, we're going to strike and we're going to tell people and we're going to make sure that people know about this. And it's one of the first, I mean, I personally, my favourite numbers in this are the ensemble ones. A, because of the choreography and B, just because of like big ass Mencken chords. Oh, um, not where I thought that was going. <laughs> <big>. <laughs> S, making chords once again, um, which is kind of, and I really enjoy carrying the banner as well. I mean, anytime there's a big old ensemble with, again, the phenomenal choreography, which is why I really would suggest everyone so watch it with visual. The Newsies poster is mm. quite famously uh, a Newsie leaping into the air. Yeah, yep. isn't that Jeremy Jordan just doing a great jump split? Huge. Corey Cott, actually. Oh, whoever. Um, which, which number is that? Iconic. Uh, I believe that's from Seize the Day. From Seize the Day. But there's a lot of there's a lot of jumps. Like that particular position is in a lot of stuff. It's probably just like all the grand jetés in the world. Actually, no, that particular the poster with that thing. Yeah, that's carrying the banner. Um, Definitely, that's that's carrying carrying the the banner. Is the The song with all the trampolines in it, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Were trampolines invented in 1899? (laughs) Oh wow. Yeah. Great yeah, time. no, they just carry them around with them on stage the yeah. whole time. That's how this show should be what? done. <laughs> Trampolines. What are you talking about? 
Okay. Are you playing with me? Yeah. No, oh. not at all, <laughs> We play tricks on Miranda. Okay, so our next song is What Watch What Happens by yep. Catherine. So that's obviously Catherine's solo. Um, and that's basically she has come. She's met Jack before. Uh, they've just had the world will know. Uh, and she's come in and she's like, I want to report your story. I think this is a valid story and I'm a female, a female journalist trying to get a, a break here. Um, and, and, you know, and this is what I'm going to do This is, what's gonna this do is it valuable. Me. This is important. People want to hear about this. Adorable. Female um, strength. Female strength. Yeah. It doesn't really focus on her as like a female no. doing something. It's really just kind of like I'm a journalist this is something that no one knows about. I'm going to write about this. Yeah, like chop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her gender. It, she does mention her gender once or twice. Yeah. It's like, but it's not like. But the, it's not the, like the it's play not is not about her making making way for female journalists. No, no, no. And we have my favorite song slash the only song I like. Uh, Seize the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is everyone just kind of like started breathing heavily into the microphones as they danced in their chairs. <laughs> uh, Davy, Jack, Les, Crutchy, and Newsy. I mean, essentially everyone. Yeah, this is this is, this is the big everyone one that you always see with everyone jumping on stage. Yeah, and this is the one where they do all the turns on the newspapers. I don't know if you've seen that. More then, I have seen that actually. Yeah, so that's that song. That sees the day. That's when they got the big dance break and they bring out the newspapers and they're doing like fifty turns and then landing on the. Other. It's nuts. It's insane. That's Brilliant. the point where you go, okay, you have all been dancing since you were two. Yeah, I and can't do that. <laughs> you keep doing it because I can't. Yeah, and you also look at it and you're like, this will never, ever, ever be done in community theatre yeah. ever. Well, and it should never. That particular dance move won't be no, done in community theatre. No, no, theater. no, it will, and it will be hilarious. No, they will literally kill themselves. Just because, Only a couple of no, no, no. They'll have the you two know. ones that can do it out the front and everyone else will just be like sidestepping out the back. <laughs> now is the time. <laughs> sidestep. <laughs> sidestep. <laughs> um, and that's also the one, if you've ever seen it, there's a bunch of clips of it where originally it was Ryan Steele who played Specs, does like, so everyone goes off stage and you have this thing because he's a, a ballet dancer originally. Does Specs have glasses? Yes. Good guess. <laughs> well done. That is a good guess. And I think he does about like 15 or 16 turns. It's nuts. On the on a newspaper. And yeah. you're like, how are you not dead? Fuede newspaper. <laughs> is it, are they Fuede's or is he doing, uh, the, is the, he doing the like ice skating spin? No, he ends up doing the ice skating skin. First it's a, it's a few Fuede's and then I think by the time he like brings it in, he does about 10 or 11 just with one turn. <sighs> but obviously like the friction there is yeah. non-existent. Sure. Okay. Special. And he's can we can we link that just so that I don't have to look it you up? Sure can. Yeah, Why not? yeah, cool. Yeah, sure. Just find a clip of Brian Steele in uh, Seize the Day. Um, then to cap off, why not pop in a little Santa Fe? Well, this is Santa Fe. This is this the is full the, the San- This is the three and a half minute. So the, the first, the one right at the beginning was just like here's a little taste of yeah. Santa Fe, and also it's a duet. The first one. All right, yeah. yeah. But um, obviously Crutchy isn't around anymore because he's been beaten by his own crutch. Mm. I'm never going to let that go. I'm so offended by this. I am like so of, like offended. Like of all the Disney villainous things to do, really, like it's pretty bad, but like Lion King. No. Look, hunchback. Yeah. Lions are. Okay, Hunchback maybe. Um, hunchback. <laughs> Come on, Miranda. Act two. Let's do act two. Okay. Act two. We begin with King of New York, not, not Broadway. Broadway, 
different show, mm. King of New York, which is Race, Davey, Les, Catherine and Newsies. So it's essentially all the Newsies except Jack because um, Catherine comes Jack's in. Because sulking And somewhere. crutchy because he's been... Yeah. yeah, Miranda's crying. Um, <laughs> so Catherine comes in. They're all having a bit of a sulk, but she's like, hey, guess what? Made the front page. And they tap about it. And they and, tap about it. And there's tables oh, and flips. Yes, and, I mean, tap everything about else it. that you've come to Is love. Is there any hint of sequin? Of what? It's like a little sequin, like somewhere. No. I've, I am I've, sorry to disappoint. No. Homeless orphans don't have sequins. No, I don't. I don't think. You just have like sequin black shoes, like no. subtle sequinage. No. No, probably not. I think it's just there to be like, hey, so you've seen us do all this other stuff. We can also tap, so, just so you know. Yeah, so, so it's not Book of Mormon where they're all in their Mormon things yeah. and then the lights go out and they come back on. They're all well, in sequence. Guys, you almost had me, but We're you lost me again. And we have no money, but we have been trained in dance since we were two. Um, then we have and a- sewing sequins onto our vests. Mm. No. Amazing. Then we have a song that was added for the national tour, which is Letter from the Refuge which is by Crutchy. It's so beautiful. Uh, and, I mean, Andrew, Andrew Keenan-Bolger, who played it originally, does a great version. But um, the first one I ever saw was by Zachary Sale, who played Crutchy in the National Tour. And I'd really re- recommend looking that one up. I mean, both of them are great. Um, but it's a really beautiful, vulnerable moment because you see a lot of bravado from all the boys in the new season. Like, it's like we were saying, like, for a very dreary situation, it's all yeah. very happy, happy, joy, joy, or, like, trying to put on that face. Yeah. So it's really, really nice to see, and I think Crutchy especially, to see that vulnerability. And when he's yeah. talking to Jack and he's kind of saying, you know, you can, don't don't worry about me, leave me here. And so you is do this, what you need to do. Is this presented in a Jack hearing the letter from the voice of Crutchy yeah. or... Yeah. He gets yeah. a letter from the, he gets the letter from the refuge. He gets the letter and then Crutchy and then sings Crutchy's the song. Singing, yeah. yeah. Which is us hearing yeah. Jack reading it. Yeah, okay. it's that kind of thing, which is cute. Are you guys ready to strap yourselves in for a little reprise chat? <laughs> there's a few. Um, watch What Happens reprise, which is Jack, Davey, Catherine and Les. The Bottom Line reprise, which is Pulitzer, Sits and Maya. And then we have a not reprise. Oh, 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 oh how lovely. Oh, Brooklyn's Here, which is Spot. Spot Colin. Colin, thank you. And Newsies. Delightful. So that's essentially, throughout the whole piece, uh, the Newsies have really been struggling to get the other boroughs to join in because initially in the first act, they're saying that Brooklyn will join if Queens joins and Queens will join if the Bronx join and the Bronx will join if Brooklyn joins. It's yeah. the whole thing where no one's willing to commit. Yeah. Um, and, and so the, the strike really struggles to grow to gain any traction because it's really just Manhattan that's committed to it. And so when Brooklyn rocks up, it's that whole sign of like, okay, well, Brooklyn's here. So the Bronx first step. So everything else will follow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's that whole moment. And we've been hearing about spot and Brooklyn for ages. And it's that whole conversation about, you know, they're not going to turn up. So when you do the show, is this like a whole other gang of newsies just appear? Yeah. Yeah. Who have just been sitting in the dressing rooms? No, since so they, the first they play, uh, there's a scene earlier on in Act One as well where, where they're initially trying to do the strike and a bunch of scabs, which is what they would prefer to people who basically who go during in and the work strike go in and work. Right. So they play the scabs and, Good and one. they play there's some younger thugs called the Delancey brothers, uh, who essentially are kind of hired by the higher ups to keep the other kids in line. Mm. Um, so they play there's about five or six of them that play the other male roles in the show. And then turn up and, and then turn up and Brooklyn save the day. On. Yeah, yeah. And save the day. You could say seize the day. <laughs> oh, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> stop it. 
Then we have something to believe in, which is Jack and Catherine. I'm assuming that's them. That's the, the oh, romantic oh, duet. Oh, the, yeah, gross. Yeah. Let's just move on. Can't have a Seize the it. day reprise, which is all the newsies again, mm. once and for all. Oh! Wait, did we miss one? No. Okay, good. Once and for all, <laughs> Jack, Davey, Les, Catherine, Darcy, Bill, and Newsies. Which is the big old penultimate. This is yeah. this Cute. this is the moment. This is the day. This <laughs> is the moment. Um, yeah. And then guess what we have after oh, that? Oh wait, Julie. No. Did you miss one? No. Oh good, I was just checking. <laughs> yes. Can you not? <laughs> and we have Caesar Day reprise because why not? Because let's chuck it in again. It's the only one everyone likes. It's a great song yeah, and sums up everything. That's, that's the song of the yeah. show. Yeah. 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 And then guess what, guys? Finale? Finale. Yay. Which is, I believe, Seize the Day. Seize the Day reprise <laughs> oh, number no, seven. Car- no, no, no. It's carrying the banner. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yes. Oh, okay. That's it, guys. That's the songs. Song, song, songs. Song, song, songs. While I, I will grant you, Julie, that the majority of the songs are very similar to each other, they are great songs. Yeah, see, yes. it is great. Yeah. Like, and I, I, like, I think honestly, of the solos and the duos, the only one that I think is phenomenal. I and I and I, it's overdone, but I do really enjoy Santa Fe. I think the great stuff is the ensemble stuff, even without. The choreo, I think, sees the day is beautiful. I think once and for all is beautiful. Yeah. There's some really great uh, technical exploration of dynamic and just the harmony that it, that it builds through. It's also difficult to hate a song that is filled with positivity and hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is why the show is so lovable, I think. I mean, that's the Disney trademark, I guess. It's Disney. Of course, mm. there are some different songs in the original Movie, but that's for you guys to go and look at because I didn't uh, listen to those either. I'll, I'll, I will link to where you can find the original movie online, um, either iTunes or Amazon or what have you, in the show notes. Um, it's it's worth a watch. It's Christian it, Bale it, singing, so it is. why not? Um, it's a, a very young Christian Bale. I think he was nineteen at the oh time. My. Mm. Uh, but it w- it's not a bad movie. Um, I'm, I don't know why it failed and obviously Disney doesn't know why it failed either. I mean, Coco but... is a great movie but it's flopped. Yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. It does happen all the time. Shall we uh, move on and talk about who's been in it? Hockey dokey. If you like, Zane. Lots of people have done this show due to the fact that the cast is literally thousands. Is that correct? Between the different versions of There's it... two to three billion. <laughs> between 55 and 63 people in this cast. What? Including mm. various groups of ensembles like the nuns, the scabs, uh, the Brooklyn Newsies and Swings. Like they're all mentioned in like groups of people. There are about 40 named roles. Like they're not necessarily named in the show, Will was just saying. But the newsies themselves. But the newsies yeah, themselves. So they could have yeah. just been yeah, know, like they're, Jack, they're stretch, crutchy, and yeah. Well, specs we, what we've got, we've link. got Smalls, Romeo, Snyder, Buttons, Elmer, Darcy, Jojo, Mush, Bill. But collectively, yeah. that's just the news. They're boys, just yeah. right? newsies. You hear one or two names, like you hear Specs and Romeo. Yeah, but like most of them, you don't hear. So it is a huge cast. That is a huge cast, especially for a Broadway show. Young dancing boys. Yes. Very few women in this cast. A total uh, of four. Out of, out of a cast of 60, there's four women. 
there's just mm. so many roles out there for females in musical <laughs> theatre. They needed something where they just had a lot more men and just really limit those numbers. There is um one of the newsies is a female. The one that says in one of them. In the one Can and we just all. talk about yeah, that for a West second? Side's she has one line and she's in one song. Because West she's... Side Story, you have to have one female in the male gang. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's There's like tradition. Show they're ripping off. <laughs> okay, well, Zane, tell us about who's been in the show. So and I'm please just, I'm, do not list no, all sixty I'm, names. I'm just going to hit the big ones. Uh, so Jeremy Jordan, mm-hmm. yep. Corey Cott, that both done Jack Kelly. Uh, so Jeremy Jordan in, in the Playhouse and in the original Broadway, and then Corey Cott took over and closed the Broadway. Mm. Yep. Uh, then Dan DeLuca on the national tour, uh, Joey Barrero, 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 yeah, uh, closed the national tour. Jeremy Jordan coming back. For the 2017 live recording, so the one on Netflix, you can see Jeremy it's Jordan. It's not on Netflix anymore. The one that was on Netflix. <laughs> the one that I watched on Netflix. I, I just yeah. went I went to look at it and add it to my list of things to watch and it wasn't there. So they've taken it down. Yeah, so that, that should, they also brought back the original Catherine, which was Cara Lindsay. As well as the Davy and the Crutchy. Cute. Davy and Crutchy. Uh John Dossett was Joseph Pulitzer, Steve Blanchard also, uh, Michael Mulcahy, et cetera, et cetera. The only other person I really want to mention is Gian Magdangal. Magdangal. You, you just wanted to mention because of the cool name? Is that, because they, they, were, they starred as Jack Kelly in the 2017 Philippine premiere <laughs> and they were the winner of Philippine Idol. How funny is that? And then they opened that up. Wait, what was the, how long was that? Was it between winning and that? I believe he was 2015. Oh, okay. So he's kind of continuing the Australian tradition of uh, idol contestants going on to. So um, he is the Philippines. 2015 Philippine Idol. Yeah. And and he was the uh, the he had, he was Jack Kelly in the 2017. Philippine premiere of Newsies. <laughs> cool. Mm, yeah. Um, so I think also for Kara and Ben, that was their Broadway debut. Aww. Which was really cute because, again, it wasn't meant to be going to Broadway. Ben Frankhauser. Ben Frankhauser. As Davy. Yeah, as, as Davy Jacobs. Um, and Cara, for Kara as well, I, re- I was reading something the other day that was really cool. So she had been in two like Broadway bound shows that flopped. One was like Little House on the Prairie that did a national tour and then it flopped. But it started out at the Paper Mill Playhouse and the producers loved her and they said, next time we do a show here, we want you. And she was like, oh, that's like a thing that you say and it was real nice. And then they called her in for Newsies and then it got picked up by Broadway and she got her debut, which was real cute. And the first show she was in that flopped was like 2007, so it was five years later. Look, getting onto Broadway is hard, you know? Mm -hmm. In case you didn't know, in yeah. case you thought that you could just go to New York and go, hey, guys, I'm here now. And I'm like, yes, Zane. we've been waiting for you. Please play Genie for us tonight. Zane, I was like, is that what happened to you? Okay, well, no, it didn't. That's what I was saying. Not I went yet. there and it didn't happen Zane, to me. Don't, yes. don't joke about it because some people seriously think that's what happens. No, they need to know. And they because need a little reality My soul check. was crushed when I had to watch someone else play Genie just because he was contractually obliged to perform in the show. 
Wow. Yeah, I know, right? We need to let this go and continue talking about the cast of Newsies or we're going to have to move on. I think we should move on. Did you want to talk about the original film? The original film had someone I really like in it. <laughs> who, who did it? Who, who did it possibly that could that really be? Like? Okay, so this no one cares, but it had has Bull Pullman in it, and the reason I like Bull Pullman is he's because in a league of their own, and the reason I like a league of their own is because I'm in love with Tom Hanks. The end. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> okay, so Tom Hanks wasn't in it. It no, was. but Bill Pullman's a by association. He's a good guy. And he's oh, he um, he passes he, the test. He was like what Catherine was is um so he i think the journalist in the movie was male uh and then davy had a sister called sarah and so they basically combined those two characters because they're like oh we need a female journalist okay so christian bale of course was jack kelly uh now i don't really know any of these names except one and i'm i'm pretty sure it's not the one that i know but uh david mosco Luke Edwards, Max Casella, Gabriel Damon, Marty Belafsky, R.V. Lowe Jr., Aaron Law, Trey Parker. Trey Parker? Yes. Trey Parker. And you also missed someone else you know. Who else do I know? Friend of the show's wife, Deborah Lee Finesse. Deborah Lee Finesse? As Esther Jacobs. Oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Here we go. I, I still only know one of those names, and that's definitely not the Trey Parker. Definitely not. He clicked and it wasn't. I clicked. It wasn't. Uh, he was born and raised in Auburn, Alabama. His entertainment career started at seven when he landed a job to hype the crowd of football games. <laughs> that's not the, that's not yeah, the Trey Parker. Yeah, if you can't right, click so on the on. link in Wikipedia. I mentioned South Park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's, that's cast. Great, great cast. Well, that's... that's the selection of cast that I'm willing to talk about out of look, there are maybe maybe approaching a thousand names on this on this spreadsheet on Wikipedia. So if you're interested, just no, I'm go. gonna cut you off right there, Zane. I'm afraid we've run out of time and we're gonna have to move on to the next segment. Oh wait, 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 Miranda. Yeah? Are you sure you didn't miss one? Pretty sure. Oh, okay. Let's go on then. Okay. So we're going to cast Newsies ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we Can I need, go first? Like, I only have one name. Can I go second? I but we need two. 60 or so names. We I need know, 63 Okay, names. that's why I'm going to give you my one name because I think I feel most strongly about this one name. Okay, Zane. And you can put him wherever you want, but I would... I is would, it Zac Efron? It's not Zac Efron. <gasps> this is a proven, young, I have male, attractive, mm? dancer, I'll yes. singer. Yes. I'll take one. Used to be in Billy Elliot, now huge movie star, yes! Tom Holland. Yes, okay, I'll take it. Okay. I think he'd be a good crutch. He would be, be adorable. Phenomenal. He could do any of them. Any of them. Any of them he would be I would like him as a crutchy. He would be a great crutchy. I was actually thinking um, Andy Miantis. Oh, yeah. Who is kind of the almost the exact same look now that I think about <laughs> yes. it. Like, But that's the thing. With... with Newsies, you're going to get a whole bunch of like Kids similar look, people look the because... Dancers that look between 15 and 20 years old, yeah, we're all going to have a certain sameness about them. Yeah. yeah. And bit, well, obviously so, the builds will be very similar. Hear me out here. There's, there's logic to this thought process. Um, mentioned to me before, our cast member is quite shirtless. 
<laughs> that cast member is Specs, a bespectacled Zac Efron in an Australian casting of Newsies with um, two Australian musical theatre performers that popped up when I googled young Broadway performers. Um, one Daniel Asetta, I would I would I would pop in there as Jack. Having never seen the show. Having never seen the show <laughs> or knowing if it's appropriate, I would pop in Jack as oh, sorry, Dennis as Jack and Josh Mulheron as Crutchy, and that is brilliant casting because it gets Zach Efron from America over here. And then he can do the podcast. And then I'm only one degree of separation away from him because I know Josh. Problem solved. And so you're almost Was that a problem? <laughs> the degrees of separation were too far? Yes. Okay. That is the problem, right, Miranda. Good. The only problem. <laughs> well, um, I've been inspired by Jan, the Filipino casting concept of uh, using... <laughs> the idol the contestants. The idol contestants. And I've made an Australian cast... Made up primarily of Australian Idol, but I've put in a few uh, from The Voice. Okay, more a few more recent from The Voice. So if we could just imagine for the time being that all of these people are between seventeen and twenty years old, <laughs> magical time shifting crossover episode. Yes, yeah, and that they can all dance. <laughs> okay. Okay. Obviously, Rob Mills has to play Jack Kelly. Obviously. Well, I still say Teddy Toe. Why, um, why no, no, Rob no. Mills? Why not friend of the show, um, Jackson? Jackson? Not Jackson. Jack. 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 Well, he wasn't on Australian Idol. He was, he on, was so, you Australia, think you so you think dance. you can dance. It's the same okay. thing. Jack Chambers would be my actual put in this show. Yeah. But unfortunately he can't be part of the Australian Idol casting, <sighs> which is what I'm talking about now. So Rob Mills' best friend Anthony Kalia can play Crutchy. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the rest of the newsies can be made up of Dean Geyer, Mark DaCosta, Matt Corby, Damien Leith, <laughs> Shannon Knoll, who's like oh, the old no. newsie who just can still go. Um, oh. He's trying. But Guy Sebastian, succeeding. Guy Sebastian, yeah, you still the same age as Shannon. No, but it's okay. He looks season, <laughs> but not the same age. Um, and then we're going to throw in Matt Hetherington, um, Chris Sheehy, Harrison Craig, and Luke Kennedy from The Voice. Okay? Now, can I just say, in a show known for its dancing, you have cast an entire no, no, no. cast. Of singers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but we're imagining that they can all dance. Okay. And then and then we're going to put Jessica Malboy as um, Catherine. Catherine. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Marsha Hines can play Meta. I would yeah, love to I see that, see that yeah. actually. Pulitzer is played by Mark Holden. Oh, no. And um, we, yes. we were talking – I wasn't sure where to put Dicko um, – until I was told that there's a guy who, who I don't sells even know them. his name. He's literally just the guy that like sells them the papers and then sells is like, them the papers oh, and he's like, oh, is it, is yeah. it Mr. Jacoby? So that's yeah. Dico. Dico's going to play that role. Yeah. I think Dico should be Pulitzer and Mark Holden should be that one. Well, well Mark Holden can actually sing. He's a singer. Dico's a producer. I mean... She's got you. Nod and smile. You know that's the truth. <sighs> <laughs> you know it's the truth. I, Mark Holden I don't sing. know that Dicko can't sing. I've never heard him try. Yeah. Actually, you're making a big assumption there. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Okay, well, let's get them both into audition <laughs> and uh, we'll sort oh, it out from there. What I wouldn't give 
to be able to audition Mark Holden. I would make that so uncomfortable for him. Because I he would stop at the end of his number and give himself a touchdown. It'd be great. And wow. I would look at that with judgy sass eyes. Mark something on my paper. Mark but something on your paper. <laughs> stop trying to make it a pun. But if he doesn't care about your opinion, that's not going to affect him. Then why is he auditioning for me, Julie? Yeah, because he wants the job. Oh, so he'll walk in and go, "Oh no, no, you are." No, you don't have to audition. Go away. So, That's what I would do yes. to Mark Holden. I, I think that in reality if you were to do an Australian cast of this, you would get basically the cast of Mormon and... And, um, and Which sorry? is kind of what I did. Yeah. What, yeah. Um, and Old Moonface. And, and then the um, other half would be American. And probably Aladdin, right? You yeah. just yeah. take... Smoosh them together. All of them. <laughs> all of them. And, and then, and then go together. to Canada for some more... For some more dancers. Do you think it would ever come to Oz, though? Like, it's so American. It went to the Philippines. Yeah. Well, no, the Philippines well, had a premiere. I'll tell you what, and the Philippines have actually a very strong mm. uh, tradition of music and musical theatre, which extended to musical theatre, as does, like, South Korea, really strangely. Um, but the Philippines actually has really strong dancers. That's very true. There's like that prison that's famous for dancing. Pardon? What? That's the Prisoners of Love number from the producers. <laughs> no, it's not. They did Thriller. Oh, and it was yeah, a viral yeah, yeah. video. Yeah. Okay. And then they do a different dance every year. I, I'm talking about actual, like trained yeah. dancers. But it's part of the actual culture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. performance. Yeah. Unlike Australia. Sadly. Footy. Sadly true. Stop it. It's making me sad. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, let's talk about some top five lists, huh? It's top five time. Top five books by Harvey Feistein. Wait, what? Yeah. Do you actually believe that? Harvey? I don't know any other he's written, so yeah, why not? Did we there talk would be about five. them before? There, 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 there would, and this would be top five. Newsies, Kinky Boots was Firestein. Was uh, Lacage. Lacage is the. I actually think those Bye are the Bernie. three he's written. Um, oh no, he wrote. He, he, he wrote Diamond. He plays and stuff too. Diamond. Oh, yeah. musicals, not plays. Yeah, all right. Definitely not plays. He's done a lot of great plays. Mm. Um, Two of my favourite plays of all time are Harvey Feierstein. And so... Yeah, Lacan. Yeah, uh, Torch Song Trilogy and the one that we saw on Broadway, Casa Valentina. Oh, yes, yes. And they are all listed as plays by Wikipedia. Good one, Wikipedia. Uh, It should say either playwright or book writer. Wikipedia did both our homework today, so... (laughs) 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 Don't throw stones. Stop throwing stones. Um, (laughs) Wiki stones. I'm going to say top top five political musicals. Yeah. Because it is about unions. It's not like actual like election politics, but it's definitely political musical. Yeah, sure. Mm. Why not? Chuck it on there. Top and I mean like... Five. And if it doesn't make top five political musicals, top five musicals about unions. Oh, my God. Stop <laughs> Pajama game and Newsies. Yes. Um, top five... Musical set in the 1800s? Yeah. Musical set in the 1800s. <laughs> top five, would, top five 
show's known for its choreography. That's a long It's a list. tough one because I like I actually think the choreography is phenomenal, but I don't like could anyone really pick a top five choreography like surely. But I it's mean, the, I mean like, it's the defining feature of the show. It's dance a big musicals. selling point. Yeah. yeah, dance yeah. musical. But then you go like, well, you know, <laughs> top five shows of the cast West of Side. over fifty. But then you go into men. style differences, yeah. like everything. Fosse, you oh, can't. Then, yeah, Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Well, is someone just going to say that the? All right, I've attracted. I've attracted my offer. Well, I but I think that it's a great dance musical. <laughs> no, I'd put no it in more. my top five. It's top, top five, five huh? musicals that Will Hens really loves. Yeah. <laughs> then we go. What about the top five musicals? Top five musical starring Batman. Batman! I love Batman. One of the Batman. <laughs> Has he done any other? Or Batmans? I don't know. How do you pluralize One that? One of the Batmans. Bat. Batman. Moans. It's Batman. Top five musicals with 50 plus ensemble members. Miranda yeah. technically said that before, but that's I right. said with more than 50 young male dancers. Yeah. I think I, I will. I would hazard a guess that this has the most male performers on stage at any one time of anything West ever. Side. Nah, not be way fifty more of them. This. Not fifty of them. There wouldn't be fifty in the whole cast of West Come Side Story. Come on, Will. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Other are, like, are there any other like Dancy? Oh, like, Billy Ellie. No. Like a top- nothing that big. Top five lowest percentage of male, female, like lowest percentage oh, gender of female ratio. Yeah. Ratio. The, yeah, the biggest differential. Yeah. Like what is 50 to six? What is that percent? I feel that low. Later. It's low. low. <laughs> Let's um, say we did. Top five songs about journalism. Because I think it's a real <laughs> I think it's a really good song. Um that one and newspaper mama, newspaper mama, newspaper. Also, you've got uh, <laughs> a couple of songs in the producers about it. About newspapers. About reviews, yeah. Oh, There's reviews, one in Chaplin yes. that's pretty cool. Pardon? There's one in Chaplin that's pretty cool? Yes. Yeah. 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 Nerds. All right. We're Take your newspaper here. song. <laughs> Anything else? I don't know. I haven't seen the show. I, I, I would put top five March songs. Seize the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there are, there are some good March songs, but I think that would probably be up there, if not on top. Top five shows Miranda probably should have seen. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. Top five Next shows. Next time you did news <laughs> Top five jo- shows Julie's probably not going to bother to see. Oh, no. Nah, I can't be Maybe bothered. we could watch it together. Maybe Will could show us newsies. Okay. Play date. Yay. <laughs> I have I have a question for Will. Yes. Would you put this on top five Disney musicals? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I would. No, no. chance. No chance in no. hell. Stage? On specifically stage? stage? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, look what you're competing two, with. No chance in hell. Lion King, Aladdin, I would like, Lion, Mermaid. Lion King would be there too. Beauty and the Beast. I don't care much for Little Mermaid on stage. I don't care much for Aladdin on stage. Beauty and the Beast. What do you mean you don't care for Aladdin on stage? Get out of my house. I think it's beautiful on film. I think what makes New Zealand so great is that you look at it on stage and you're like, that could not be that good on film. It's it's the same with Lion King. What you do in Lion King, you cannot do on film. And it's amazing because it's on stage. When you see Aladdin on stage, when you see A Little Mermaid on stage, you're like, yeah. Works better on film. Works better on film. I don't know. That's my perception. 
you it's wrong but you allowed. can believe that no <laughs> no well before we cause any more controversy let's move on to the lessons we've learned <laughs> Newsies teach us. What did it teach us, Miranda? Don't try and rip off the little guy, big companies. Ooh. Or you're going to have to deal with a whole bunch of angry little boys. I would like to extrapolate on that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about Newsies, obviously. Yeah, no. I, I think the, the lesson is actually rather than trying to exploit, try and find a mutually beneficial arrangement because the arrangement they come to at the end is that he will buy back whatever papers they don't sell, meaning that they don't have any personal risk and so they get paid for each paper they sell, making them want to sell more. Nah, that's a really, really poopy business plan. Just rip them off. (laughs) Rip rip off these people who don't have money to give you in the first place. Yeah. So you'll have less of them. So they won't buy as many papers. Yeah. Yeah. Like eventually you'll just need more employees who can afford to buy them and they can't afford to buy them. You will find a way to sell papers to people without those boys. Yeah, but right now that's Ding ding ding. Don't need the right now. That's about about fifty years away. I know the invention of the internet (laughs) is really gonna ruin this whole business plan anyway. And then go digital. Yeah. (laughs) Just don't sell a paper between now and then. I'm not saying digital, I'm saying newsstand. I learned what yellow journalism meant. Oh, well done, Zane. I didn't because I I zoned out in that bit. Uh, We didn't talk about her, but I learned about Nellie Bly, who was um, the female reporter that that Catherine is based on, who's the woman who did the 72 journey, like 72 day journey around the world and beat the Phineas Ferbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And also she spent 10 days in a mental asylum and recorded and documented that to kind of show people how horrible they were being treated in there. Fun. She wow. sounds like a riot. Mm. Spoiler alert. Was it terrible? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was like 1910s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think yeah. like, what was it? it was I think it's famously Being a female was terrible. a mental disorder back then yeah. or something. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trust us. Hysteria. <laughs> But yes. to be fair, you've solved it by no. I'm not going to go. It's a family. No, friendly. let's go back to the lessons we learned from newsies. The lessons yeah. we learned from newsies. From newsies, I learned how to do a split leap. No, I didn't. That wasn't from newsies, <laughs> I Miranda. You knew how to do split leaps but a I, long time before I am that. Inspired by the energy produced in to do that, one right now. That image. Do one right now. <laughs> You know, I learned that it is not impossible to have that many people on stage in a Broadway show in perpetuity. And not look cluttered? Well, I I would think just expense-wise because you're paying everyone to be there and that's that's expensive for a a, a run. You're Disney though. But you still wanted to make money. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if like... Because, like, seeing the show, I wonder if it's not as technically demanding and so you don't have as many people backstage. Like, Maybe. you don't have 60 people controlling a puppet, for example. True. It's all motorised, the set moving, and then the cast brings on everything. But um, when you've you, got 60 casts, you... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when, when you compare it to something like Title of Show where you've literally got four people <laughs> and eight chairs... <laughs> Yeah. There's one button to press to make four chairs fly in. <laughs> money, money, money. <laughs> Diamond chairs. How can you make title of show the most expensive Broadway production ever? Diamond chairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
anything else? Do other lessons? Well, I, I would love to produce some more lessons, but I'll have to get back to you after I watch it. I basically, I mean, in general, I learned a lot about the history of, of the whole children working and, and that child labour um, and the fact that back then kids were expected to work 12-hour days and school wasn't a thing. And so um, they should. <laughs> And it wasn't until like... Julie wishes for the grand old days. Uh, 1913. The grand old days of child slavery. It wasn't until about like 1914 <laughs> where they actually started introducing legislation where they're like, kids have to go to school. <sighs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. School. <laughs> Worst. Well, if you had an option between school and dancing in the streets, singing all day, which is apparently what the Newsies do. Yeah. Um, and then get beaten with their own crutches. Only oh, one of them. That. Okay, so there's a silver oh. lining uh, <laughs> that involves singing and dancing. Uh, I, I think that the message of the show is pretty pretty clear. It's your usual Disney parable. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I think so. Um, I like that. Disney parable. Yeah, Disney parable. Um, so we'll leave it there. Mm. Why, why no, not? Yeah. This has been lovely. Yeah. Delightful. Yeah. Oh, just we'll best. talk about newsies again. <laughs> no? no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in, Will, and sharing newsies with thanks, us. Thanks, I promise you that I will watch it. And then I'm going to text do. you. I'm going to do my homework <laughs> after <laughs> after the, the episode. Podcast. I yep. make no promises. I understand. I have no, no expectations. Don't understand. Will. I am it's looking Julie. forward to it. I'm looking for. I've really built up the choreography in my oh. expectations. Oh, okay. It so, better be. No, no, it's there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It really it's impressive. Is. You're confident. It's really physically Good. impressive. Okay, yeah. um, and I will get in touch with you when I'm ready to produce my Australian Idol cast version. Oh, I am so excited. You also can't Shannon be in it, Noel. though, because you haven't been on Australian Idol. That's okay. okay. I just want to see them all dance. You might have to squeeze in a little bit. Like, you could squeeze in an episode of The Voice before Miranda does that. Maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I might have to see if I can invite some more people. Anyway, well, we've really gone off track. Mm. Uh, um, before you go, is there anything you'd like to tell us about? Well, oh, there's numerous things I'd like to tell you about. Um, numerous. Firstly, no, we've done that. <laughs> Brisbane artist, plugging myself. Ooh. Go for it. Um, so I have a show, a play, that's on with the Anyway Theatre Festival. It's a play? called Yes, a play. One of the, one of them, sh- the ones without the music. One of those ones without the music because I can't write it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's just 50 minutes. It's going to be at the Commissariat Store, which is in the CBD. It's part of the Royal Heritage Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called The Bohemian and the Machine. And it's a little time-hoppy 10-year exploration, exploration of the relationship between a religious girl and a not-so-religious boy. Ooh, I might actually go. Oh, Julie. <laughs> Cute. Um, and, yeah, so that's on the May 11th, 18th and 25th, so the three Fridays of the Anyway Theatre Festival, uh, $22. The details for that will all go up on Anyway Theatre's website on the 21st, so this Wednesday night. Um, also, uh, I'm not sure if it's already been plugged, but Don't Call Me Ishmael uh, is a brilliant... Uh, Australian musical written by Chris Thompson and Finn Taylor. Chris Thompson, friend of the show, I friend believe. Show, Chris Thompson, yes. <laughs> um, uh, so they're actually, for any performers, they're actually, when are you releasing this? Ugh, for any performers, <laughs> they have. So this will be March 23rd, yeah, okay. I believe. Yes. Correct. 
So Don't Call Me Ishmael, written by Chris Thompson, friend of the show, and Finn Taylor, uh, which will have their performance at the Princess Theatre in Wollongabba in April. Uh, for me personally, it's the most exciting, most refined, best new work I've seen. It is, it, is, it is a rare occurrence that we get Brisbane-written yeah. musicals. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, and it really is... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't speak so highly about work unless I genuinely believe it. Um, and they have you... a possible campaign where you can get tickets for a cheaper rate if you buy now, which I would suggest because it's going to be great. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have links to that yeah. in the, in the yeah, show notes. And uh, we'll probably share them on Facebook as well. Yeah, awesome. Fantastic. Cool. Go what? see it. But see me as well. <laughs> but you have to pick between the two. <laughs> um, uh, probably no. no. See, when I watch, just don't don't pick between the two. Support everybody. Support Get out there. Everybody. Yeah. And so if you'd then... like to um, support us just, you know, while <laughs> yeah. you're at it, while you're throwing some, some cash around, uh, buy some tickets, then go to patreon.com slash musicals taught me everything I know. Send us a couple of bucks a month and uh, we would love to introduce you to our special cats episode, our Ooh. other mystery episode. These were the first two that we ever recorded. They were our test episodes. We thought to ourselves, what two shows do we assume no one would ever want to talk about? <laughs> and then we talked about them. And, uh, yeah. Cats was one. Cats was one. You can figure out what the other one is by uh, joining the club, so to speak. There's some other special stuff going up there and lots of new content going up for Patreons all the time. Uh, you can also check us out on our uh, website. That's not canonproductions.com slash M-T-M-E-I-K. And check out all of our associated podcasts there on the network too. Facebook, Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Tweet us. Did I get it right that time? No. Oh, you didn't. one of these days. <laughs> uh, you can catch us on Twitter at Musicals Teach Me, or you can send a lengthy email to Julie at Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so make sure you have subscribed, rate and review us on whatever podcatcher you use, and don't forget to send that tweet to Spotify. So to hey, let Spotify. them know. Yo spots. MTMEIK. Get your shit together. Get us on there. <laughs> we should strike until we get on Spotify. That's like... not how podcasts work. I'm yeah. going to call up Jack Kelly, friend of the show, Jack Kelly. Yeah. And say, hey, Jack, you need to help us. Sing a song. You need to sing a, a song about us striking. Seize the day. <laughs> Hashtag get us on Spotify. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We would love you all to watch Newsies with me. <laughs> I'm going to text you all individually, Hi. let you know where and when. You should live tweet it. Should I? Yeah, you should. Yes. I'd have to learn how to use Twitter to do you that. Would. You would have Kill to do Kill two birds with one stone. You live tweet oh it, I'll Facebook live it. It'll be us watching Newsies. <laughs> let's Your do this delight, for real. my disgust, amazing. I tell you what, though, let's do it just for Patreons. <gasps> How's this for an idea? Yeah, Ooh. do it. All right, tricky, so if you want to experience Newsies via myself and Julie, <laughs> become a Patreon. That's all I have to say about that. My name is Miranda Sellard, my co-host today. Zane C. Weber. Julia Eisentrager. And thank you very much again to our special guest, Will Hins. Thanks, Will. Thank Thank you. (laughs) See you later, guys. Bye. Bye.
objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My songs suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. A That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 